Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm the hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny. I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. All right. So, any parts you'd like to get to know better, change your relationship with? Um, as usual, the last few episodes, quite a few of them still. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember we talked about probably wanting to follow up on some of those. Yeah, but I guess, well, I don't know if it added up because over time, how should I put it, um, I just get more aware of parts. The more we work together, the more I do written IFS myself and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So um, because an older part I don't think we talked about yet came up again big time the last few days. That's the part uh -huh. that... Um, it doesn't feel overwhelmed itself, but it's incredibly afraid of overwhelm. Okay. Okay. And this um, fear has been basically paralyzing me the last few days. Okay. All right. Where do you notice it in or around your body? Stronger on the right side of my chest, um, on the right side of the neck, down towards the right elbow and the right middle finger. Also um, on the left side, um, down towards the left elbow, but more like the emphasis of the feeling is stronger on the triceps um, going down. So it's like, let's say, a stripe of the arm where it's going down. Okay. And um, 
the left side of the chest as well, but very, let's, let's say, gently. Okay. And how are you feeling towards it now? On the one hand, compassionate. On the other hand, um, afraid of this um, paralyzation. Okay. So, correct me if I get any of this wrong. So, the the part that is causing these sensations is mm -hmm. a fear of being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And you're experiencing compassion for it, but you're also experiencing fear of being overwhelmed. So is that you're experiencing mm. the parts feelings? Mm, I'm also experiencing, I should put it on, because basically being paralyzed, not being able to take action, that's scary. So I guess that's maybe another part I'm blended with. Okay. Okay. So the fear of paralysis is mm -hmm. different from, maybe may different from this fear of being overwhelmed mm -hmm. because okay. this fear of paralysis i just noticed the more we um get into it the more i feel it um basically in my bowel okay like the left side of the bowel i can't pinpoint to like a specific part of it but it's on the left side yeah uh -huh. and that's fear of paralysis mm -hmm. okay this feels like a separate um entirely separate sensation okay yeah let all those parts know they're welcome and simultaneously, if that's, if that one is not one you want to focus on now, then just see if you can ask for some space and see how it responds. Basically, this um, part that's scared of this, the paralyzing effect of the part that's afraid of overwhelm, mm -hmm. um, this part is quite a bit clingy because it wants us like to do something. Let's well, basically against the um, part that's afraid of overwhelm. Yeah. But. Um, with this clinginess, I noticed like from somewhere far in the back, like um, that's a noises of a part that's annoyed by clinginess. <laughs> sure, yeah. So, um, but um, basically, I promised it that I will um, get back to this part that's afraid of being paralyzed. Okay. So we can focus that... on the part that's um, afraid of overwhelm. Yeah, and did that help it soften back? Mm -hmm. Like uh, okay. it's it it yeah it's like it just said it softened back. It's not gone or something, but it softened mm -hmm. back. Great. Okay.
So the fear of overwhelm, now you're feeling more compassionate to it, towards it. That the dominant feeling that you're having. Actually, it's not the dominant feeling because um, the first thing was like, where do I um, even start? Because I can understand the fear of overwhelm completely. Okay, so there's a concern maybe about not being able to understand it and not knowing where to start? Mm, not about not knowing, um, I mean, not understanding it, but um, as I said, like not knowing where to start. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's happened to me just about every time I've been in the <laughs> in the client seat, so sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's there's no way to do this wrong, I think, that as long as we're listening and staying compassionate and curious, whatever comes up is fine. And even if, and sometimes nothing comes up, I'm okay with, I'm okay with just sitting, you know, just, just sitting and listening for what does come up. So I guess you could ask that or check in with that part that has the concern about not knowing where to start. If it'll, if it'll soften back, if it will, just let us listen. It's pretty much softened back already after um, um, I was um, telling you about um, that. And then basically the part that's afraid of being uh, or yeah, getting overwhelmed um, was like, how could they do that to us? The part that is afraid of being overwhelmed felt that way or said mm -hmm. that? Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because in the last mm -hmm. week, um, a lot of not really new things came on uh, onto my plate, but um, things that have been unresolved for decades and so it's like and um i'm only getting started with um integrating all of that yeah yeah so, so the that's main... the main reason mm -hmm. for um it being afraid of overwhelm. yeah does that make sense to you absolutely great yeah i just let it know that Does it have more it wants you to know? It basically 
wants me um, to not have to deal with these things, which is why it's paralyzing me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's the concern would happen if you did deal with them? Interestingly, it's not really um, concerned with death like many other parts were in our last conversations. Mm -hmm. But this one is more over concerned with um, getting to the brink of insanity. Okay. Okay. And are you okay just sitting with that and learning more about that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can ask. Um, you could just ask it to show you or tell you more about that or where that came from or what that might look like. Like now it would like me to just basically run from everything. Like it's shooting a lot of energy into my feet mm -hmm. because it would like me to run here. Do we get cut off? I thought you said something like it would like you to run if. Um, it would just like me to run from everything. Yeah. Okay. It's been shooting a lot of energy into my feet mm -hmm. now the last, mm -hmm. I don't know, two minutes, three minutes because of that. Okay. And of course, you know that you have all the power here to, to go forward or go backward or hang up or whatever feels right for you. It doesn't mean the call with you. It means, mm -hmm. let's say, um, I don't know, um, let's say life in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you feel about just staying with that, learning more about that? I'm totally up for it. Great. Great. Okay. Something beautiful I'm discovering on the whole with, um, let's say, the parts I'm getting blended is that with the stuff I begin to integrate, for example, now in this conversation with you, mm -hmm. um, sitting with um, this part's urge to just flee from everything as I don't want to flee, as I want to take on um, the responsibility um, now appeared angry parts um, that, let's say, want to support me in taking the responsibility. 
Okay. So basically, um, as we had this um, subject of anger issues in the past, not being mm -hmm. able to access anger, I noticed now since this last week, um, step by step seems like now more anger parts are starting to appear without overwhelming me. Yeah, and it sounds like they're wanting to appear in a supportive way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Need those parts. Oh, yeah. You mentioned wanting to take on more responsibility. Did that come from the part that wanted to run or did that feel like it was other parts or you saying you want to take on more responsibility? Mm. Basically other parts and me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because in the end, nothing will change if I don't take on the responsibility for myself. Yes, makes sense to me. But it sounds like the part that we were talking with mm -hmm. has kind of the opposite opposite uh, perspective, right? Exactly, but basically he doesn't know better as um, all the authority figures in my childhood never took uh -huh. on any responsibility. Okay. And as you learn that about him, how do you feel just learning that about him? Even more understanding, even more yeah. compassionate. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th I think if there are parts that are saying take on responsibilities if those feel like manager parts or angry parts you know might want to ask them to step back just so you can mm -hmm. keep learning about this this first part um this angry part that um voiced itself just earlier that mm -hmm. part is still um yeah basically it's um sort of step back like it's um it never went to the front, just um, made itself heard for a brief yeah, moment. Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's chiming in on how it can be of service. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you were learning about stuff that was going on in childhood? This mm -hmm. part was showing you or is related to this part? Um, it's related to this part because basically um, there's uh, a ton of stuff there from childhood that I um, can now integrate. There's work-related stuff. There's, um, as we talked in the last conversation, love-related stuff and so on. So with all these things um, in my life simultaneously, yeah, this part is afraid of getting overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Is there anything or is there more that it wants to show you about maybe where that comes from or 
if there's a, a time in your life or an age that it feels like that's kind of tied to. Basically, in teenage years, when um, I wanted to run, but wasn't really able to. Okay. Yeah. So this part has this overwhelm that it's wanting to protect you from. And it's having these... I guess these memories or this experience of this other part, this teenage part that wasn't able to run. So it sounds like this part has a protective, protective intent. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. And can you show it some appreciation for that? I did, and it's thankful, and I'm thankful, and um, also I talked to it about um, the negative effect of um, basically making me immobile, so to say, mm -hmm. and it, it just didn't understand that effect. Well, yeah. So it was shocked that it uh, can have such consequences. Yeah, yeah, that's great that you're um, 
kind of validating. It's, it's interesting that these parts are really powerful and they push us around. And then when we, and then when we show them often how powerful they are, they, you know, we go towards that and say, Hey, you're pushing me around. <laughs> this is, this is having this effect. And then, then they're able to, to see it and, and yeah, see if that's, if that's not what their intention is. So that's awesome. What would it rather be doing with its energy? Basically a light version of this. So like it would like to be more of an intuitive guidepost when something isn't right for me to um, let me know to either pivot or leave it completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Okay. And what does it need from you going forward? To communicate with it more often. And um, so basically when I notice it's coming up to actually listen to it. Mm -hmm. And so then show that I'm aware of it and when possible, then act on it as well. Mm -hmm. But at least for the start, yeah, to just communicate more with it. You mentioned early in the in our conversation, you know, these other mm -hmm. parts that were coming up. One, mm -hmm. you know, one that kind of wanted to do something against this part. Mm -hmm. um, would now be a good time to kind of invite them in and just and just kind of see if they'd like to reevaluate or, or yeah, change their roles at all. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the parts that didn't like this part. Just kind of show them your work. The subject of the internal mistrust is still, um, let's say it's still a thing, but mm -hmm. it's it's trusting me that I'm trusting the part that's afraid of overwhelm. Yeah, yeah. So it sees that 
it sees the system at play and it sees that mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it's not trust so it's yes so it's not trusting directly the part that's afraid of overwhelm but yeah, it's trusting me that i'm trusting that part right right that's perfect yeah it's kind of it's it's kind of trusting the process it's kind of trusting that exactly that you're able to to do that Mm -hmm. great this makes me realize because um how should i put it because this is like a constantly lingering part that um i never notice as a pain consciously but i know um because that's um why I over-explain, over-analyze too much, because I know I'm very afraid of being either not understood or misunderstood. So that would also, I just noticed because of this explaining everything, that this Mm -hmm. would also be a very interesting part to get into. Yeah. And I I was going to bring up the part that was, you know, concerned about not knowing where to start. Does that Mm, have, is that kind of the same, same part of, of, yeah, concerned about, yeah, how, mm. where to go? I would say this is true. This was a different part, um, mm. a caretaking part, mm-hmm. yeah. because yeah. Um, being so, on the one hand, compassionate, on the other hand, sorry for this part, and being aware of the pain, um, why this part is so afraid. Like, at which point of the fears of the part? Yeah, where to start? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you'd like to work with this fear of being misunderstood part? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Where does that come up? How do you notice that in or around your body? Like I immediately noticed it um, at at my throat um, towards the chin. Basically, in the center of the throat, from the chin down in the direction of the heart, but it stops somewhere um, around the top of the chest area. Mm-hmm. And how are you feeling towards it? There's a part in me that's annoyed at it because... It's annoyed at the over-explaining and over-analyzing, but um, from but of course um, from my adult self, adult self, I'm always compassionate with it because I understand why. Yeah, not just because not just because of understanding, but um, yeah, I'm just uh, from the adult self, I'm compassionate. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the fear of being misunderstood part, what does it want you to know? It wants me to communicate better and it wants me to be heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do you respond to it when you hear it say that?
Um, objectively speaking, I don't know if we can communicate better, but I agree on being more heard. Mm -hmm. Okay. And does it make sense, you know, that, that this part feels this way? Are you able to kind of validate at least its experience in feeling that way? Absolutely, because yes. I used to be crippling shy when I used to be this morbidly obese mm. kid and teenager. Yeah. And what is this part afraid? What is this part afraid will happen if you are misunderstood or not heard? What's the fear behind that? multiple things. The first one that came up was um, being wronged, being left alone. Mm -hmm. But yeah, these, actually, these are the two main things that, yeah. that are at least coming up now. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, that sound like painful experiences, right? being wrong, being left alone. And it wants to protect you from that. Now there was just an, again, an angry, supportive part who um, was like, let's go out and kill them all. Let's um, mm -hmm. um, slit their throats. And that was pretty much it. But basically against others instead of against myself. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and are you responding to that in the same way? It just it, it feels like it's uh, popping in to lend some of its energy. True. Does that feel like does that feel like a constructive addition, or is that something that you want to address? And um... it feels like a very constructive addition. Yeah. Of course, I'm not going to kill anyone, <laughs> but yeah. um, in but in general. Um, being able to access the angry energy is Absolutely. very constructive. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. It's, you know, it's empowering. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're going to go kill people, but <laughs> you having having that having that energy and having that kind of even just allowing yourself to have that fantasy is can be empowering. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so did the fear of being misunderstood part, was it able to receive your appreciation for it? How did it respond?
it didn't really receive my appreciation, but I honestly have to say that um, this getting to know just now, I didn't really give it appreciation. Okay. I, I didn't. Uh, the interesting thing is, I was now sort of so. I was so I was sort of dissociated with it. Yeah. I guess I guess I wasn't fully in my. The anger adults. came up. True, but I mean that was even already before um the anger came up. Mm-hmm. So I guess I probably am blended with another part because I couldn't give it the appreciation. That's a question. Okay. Yeah, find out. Is there a part that doesn't want you to appreciate it? Yeah, a young, angry part that is angry at the part that's afraid of being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Okay. That part was like, um, yeah, because people think you're socially retarded. Then I showed this part that basically these days people don't at all anymore. And mm-hmm. then mm, it visualized, uh, visualized to me um, a scenario from the youth, which showed me yeah, it's very young and it thinks that we are very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds like you're, you're working with a lot of parts here and it sounds like you're doing a great job. Thank you. So, um, yeah, what's next? Hmm. I apologized to this angry part for um, having to have witnessed all these painful situations in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm asking it to tell me everything it can and wants to tell me about basically anything, whatever comes up. That's awesome.
it's really interesting how these young angry parts are so different from the supportive angry parts. I noticed that mm-hmm. the supportive angry parts must be much older, like much more recent creations. Uh-huh. What else do you notice about the differences? Because, for example, this part is mixed with um, the part that wants to die since early teenage years. Yeah. Like it, ha- like it shares a lot of the same energy. Um, is the older supportive angry part, does it feel um, less uh, faceted? Does it feel like it has kind of a, a black and white nature compared to this younger one? You mean with the older, the more recent, the, like, yeah. like any of the supported, supportive ones? Um, the, ang- the angry supportive part. Mm, I don't know if more black and white, but um, I would say it's like, let's say more stable, mm-hmm. if that makes okay. sense. Sure. Yeah, or yeah. Let's say more balanced. Yeah. Okay. I was only asking, it's just been my experience with a lot of times the older feeling protectors have a, have a kind of two dimensional quality of on off, uh, solutions. And then the younger parts often have these much richer, um, they seem more like people. That's just kind of been my own internal system. You mean young, the, the younger parts seem more like um, people because they exist for so many more years? They just, the younger parts, with, for me, I can sit and talk with them endlessly. Whereas mm, okay. a lot of the protectors, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're just, they're just tools. You know, they're oh, just, okay. be busy. Like, mm-hmm. that's all you have to say is be busy. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, um, mm-hmm. kind of, they just have these kind of on off buttons. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, it's just kind of a something I've noticed in me. Anyway, sorry to derail us. So this younger angry part was what well, you were saying. It has this kind of relation to this feeling mm-hmm. of wanting to die that you had for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, because it's it's just really tired of it all. Yeah. Is there a part that it protects? Hmm.
it doesn't really give me an answer on that. Okay. The reason I ask that is I was mm -hmm. looking kind of to see if this part is exile um, mm -hmm. or, or if it's a protector. So if it doesn't have an answer, it could be because it is an exile. Mm. That makes absolutely sense. Mm -hmm. And we can use that to inform how you might want to continue working with it. Although fundamentally, as you probably know, it's it's all kind of similar. Just getting to know them and seeing how you what you can offer them and how you can get closer. Basically, it wants us to be left alone because it's already so tired. Yeah. You could maybe let it know that that's your, your goal is to take away the burdens okay. that it has. And just show it that you can take on the things that it's concerned about, that you want to. I offered it, um, let's say, alternative roles, like, for example, um, to be the voice when, um, for example, I um, have to defend myself verbally against something. Mm -hmm. But the, then it brought up a very good point um, that before we could do, before we could really do that, I um, will have to get to know the part that's ashamed of um, my free, open, playful nature um, that is ashamed of me expressing myself. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Yes. That shameful part, to be honest, got um to for for, for uh, sorry, that shameful part I got fully into awareness today for the first time, just like an hour or so before a call as well. Yeah, because I tried um this um playful part that um um is looking for a playmate. Um, mm -hmm. that we talked about in the last episode. I tried to um be with this part without getting a playmate or without having mm -hmm. a playmate like just um by myself in my apartment mm -hmm. and this triggered the um, shame for myself so incredibly hard even okay. though i'm completely alone in the apartment even like i even closed mm -hmm. curtains so no one potentially could yeah. see from the outside but still yeah this shame yeah. was incredibly strong wow 
Okay. You're, you're kind of blowing my mind with just how how many parts you're working with, and and uh, it's, it's hard for me to keep up. Not, it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's, I think it's incredible. Um, I guess that even, it makes sense why this one part is so afraid of overwhelm, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that does make sense. It does make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and and I know that you know that that it's a process and it's going to take time. I know well, that's something that we all kind of kind of struggle with wanting mm-hmm. wanting it faster. But um, I, I was just saying, you know, I'm kind of at a loss when it comes to guiding these conversations sometimes or, or right now because there's mm. there's so much going on and and you're handling so much of it. Um, I mean, just the way you're going going towards it all and you're and you're doing so much on your own. It's really incredible. Thank um, you. So yeah, I just want to commend you on that. And um, yeah, working with those younger parts, especially if there's still shame around that. Um, mm. That's tough. I don't know if you've, if you've gone through that, like, have you, have you unburdened that part? Have you been through that kind of process with it? Um, to be honest, I, um, myself, I haven't fully unburdened apart yet because I'm not sure where, why exactly, if it's the worthlessness um, we discovered, because Mm -hmm. also um, in regards to the um, things that I can start integrating after um, last week, um, this decades old stuff, um, to be honest, aside from the um, wish to die since teenage years, even earlier, I always had this um, because I always, as always, as always, I repressed that, of course, as well. But there yeah. always was this lingering feeling of I shouldn't exist in the first place. Even like this is, mm-hmm. oh, I, I definitely remember this to be older than the wish to die. Okay. Yeah. Should exist in the first place. And is that is that analogous? Is that the same as worthlessness? That's where. Um, I'm not sure about basically okay. that's where it comes in that I'm not sure about it just yet okay. because I only could get this enough into awareness to at least start to accept that I feel this just also recently. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, possibly three or four different kind of exiles we're talking about here, mm. you know, um, Shame of free and open play, that definitely sounds like one. Um, mm. Where feelings of worthlessness definitely sounds like one to me. And and yeah, feeling of not wanting to exist. I don't know, that could could be either. But with the not existing also today, not, not, not actually today already, but today it um, became stronger, but it's not uh, an embodied part yet, like... Um, other parts pushed it out very quickly after it turned up. Basically, a supportive part, like a like an angry supportive part, that's um, that was like immediately when it then came up today um, more intensely was like like um, why the fuck should it be my problem? Um, um, my parents put me into the world, so they. Um, it was their choice. It uh, should have been mm-hmm. their responsibilities. They should have taken up on and everything. 
And so um, basically, I can't blame myself for that. But I don't know mm -hmm. if it's the angry energy or something, but this was only a few seconds and this part was pushed away again. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, um, I'm hesitant to, to ask more about that only in the interest of time. Mm -hmm. How can I support you? What can I, how can I help in your work hmm. going forward? Because you're clearly doing a lot and I want to make sure that I'm, that our conversations are, that you're getting what you want out of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and that I can support you in any other way, you know, um, outside of the, outside of these conversations. Um, that would that would be absolutely amazing. Hmm. What do you think? Um, because basically, um, I um, I used to do like b big journals up until this summer. Then um, I switched to like um, let's call it micro journaling. That um, whenever something comes up, I quickly write down a sentence to it or so and so for example i wrote down already a lot of parts that briefly came into awareness over mm -hmm. the last weeks and so because so basically there's a lot of things that want my attention so because as it's only because we've already talked in the past about realistically only addressing a part at the time and as i have, have like um if i would make a list of the parts that mm -hmm. i would like to address like um basically trust your input about which part seems to be um like one that would like really need the most attention often i notice right. then when something i don't know because days being individual then like for example in, in context of the day something like a different part needs my attention then mm -hmm. of course i go to the different part but if that wouldn't happen like um like your input on what in your opinion i mm -hmm. should potentially prioritize for example okay. and how i would go about unburdening for example myself doing it alone because this is also something um that I noticed then, let's say, being triggered um, as you were commending me for my strength, because uh -huh. there's the probably related to worthlessness, I suppose, or maybe it's the worthlessness yeah. um, that I uh, or that parts instantly try to keep me small. So like um, it yeah. didn't really want to accept the commandment and it was like, you're not that strong and so on. And that's also well, like one yeah. of the reasons why I'm afraid of unburdening myself, for example. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Or more, I'm, not just in myself. I'm, more I'm commending you uh, for, mm -hmm. I'm commending you for doing the work. You know, I, I don't, I don't have judgment about, uh, you know, how, if it's, I, I can't see inside your system and, and, and how long this will take for you, but I can see that you are doing it. And pretty much every time we talk, you say, oh, I just learned this today. I just learned this yesterday. So that's, that's, that's what I'm commenting on. Mm -hmm. um, so I heard two questions. One is about mm -hmm. big journaling, small journaling, and, you know, where to go first. Um, like when I'm you have a... Mm -hmm. Exactly. If uh, when I would have a list of parts, um, like which ones, in your opinion, would make sense to prioritize above others, unless 
specific in a certain day, another part needs my attention more. Yes. Okay. And then your other question was about uh, solo unburdening. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. The first question. So uh, prioritizing uh, parts to go to. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot to say about it, so I'm trying to trying to think how to summarize it. Um, so I think about protectors and exiles, and like I was saying earlier, a lot of my protectors don't feel like whole people. They feel kind of cartoonish, mm -hmm. and 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 I basically my checking in with them is, is kind of, are you okay? Are you doing that thing? Um, it's very, now sometimes there does need to be more of a conversation, but, um, I often don't feel like I have a big story to learn necessarily from a lot of them, or they don't have, um, um, a kind of historical, memories and insights the way that exiles do. That's just for mm -hmm. me. So the way that guides my mm -hmm. checking in is that, um, to me, they're kind of like the warning lights on the car mm -hmm. and, and I can glance at the dashboard and they're off. Um, that's good. You know, like <laughs> good enough kind mm -hmm. of, um, when it comes to the exile parts or, and, or, uh, young parts, I have a more, um, I have a more kind of fatherly, loving, familial relationship, mm -hmm. and and with them, yeah, I, I think of them as children, and I I think about, um, yes, if I had if I had ten children in, uh, you know, in the external mm -hmm. world, what would what would my morning routine look like? How would I, how would I say hi to all of them? And I do visualize that I. I visualize myself in a in a house with dozens of bedrooms. Um, I think about if I'm. I think about calling them all to dinner, and and sometimes oh, they don't all show cool. up. You know, sometimes some of them have stayed in their room for a week. Um, mm. And so, I don't know that there's a right answer as far as. You know, like you would say to a parent, if you if you had ten kids, which one should I which one should I talk to first when I get <laughs> home? That's a good point. Yeah. Kind of like, eh. hmm. yeah, yeah, like, like eh. um, there might be something there might be something to say about the age of them. So for mm -hmm. me, yes, the two year old kind of parts need a different type of attention or maybe a different frequency than teenage parts. For me, teenage parts, they're kind of, they want to be out, out and about and kind of getting in trouble and, and mm. they don't need as much, um, checking in. So it's just, that's just my parts in these parts. And I'm referring to parts that have been unburdened. So mm -hmm. that might not, you know, correlate to parts that have not, um, yeah, I would say it probably definitely does not. Uh, apply to parts that have not been unburdened. Um, is any of that helpful at all? 
Absolutely. Also, okay. this makes me curious about um, those cartoonish parts because I noticed yeah. over the time since um, I started on your suggestion with um, doing um, written parts work that some of the parts, like um, like some parts, for example, that are um, old as in like um, super young from their age, mm -hmm. so they exist since for example 30 years or something um mm -hmm. these parts um when i first conversed with them suddenly i wrote down um on eight pages by hand but um right. other parts for example maybe half a page or even less so um yes. i'm curious like how did you figure out that these um are let's call them cartoonish parts mm-hmm Yeah, so again, for me, that's one of the biggest distinctions between what I'm calling protectors and exiles, mm -hmm. is that the protectors have, in my system, the protectors often have a very black and white kind of, they have a, they have a, a role and they, they do their job mm -hmm. and it's kind of all they know, it's all they care about, they don't care about other people's jobs in the systems. Um. Yeah. So, and yes, if I was similarly, if I was journaling with them or learning about them, it would probably be the similar where I'm finding half a page of information compared to an exile that for me is, it's kind of endless. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know how much that, I don't know how much that's in congruence with you know the textbooks or other people's systems so but it makes absolutely sense yeah um your other question was about unburdening solo exactly yeah yeah um i mean if i had to give a short answer i would say don't <laughs> I would say, mm, I would say, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna go to exiles, mm. and you're gonna do unburdening, and you have someone you have you can trust that you want to work with, then mm. um, I'd recommend doing that. And it's not because you can't. Mm. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's it's like trying to drive a car and change a diaper at the same time. It's just a lot going on. Mm. You know. Um, And so it's just really nice to have someone if if all they're doing is is holding up the map and and just you know which is what I feel like I'm doing I'm just I have the kind of road map and um can help remind you where where we might be headed but um yeah so unless yeah, unless you have analogy. unless you have a lot of experience with it And, and that might be another answer. You know, it might get easier uh, over time when you, if you've unburdened five parts, then sure, maybe the sixth one is much easier to do alone. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I listen to Dick Schwartz, for example, saying, you know, he doesn't do that. He doesn't try to do that solo, mm -hmm. um, the unburdening of exiles. So. Oh, I never knew. Yeah. Yeah. Because basically my um, solo work, it um, so far always came down to 
let's say, teamwork. So that I'm working together with the parts um, as they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think doing that with protectors makes a lot of sense. It's, it's efficient. Um, it sounds like you're fully adept at doing that and, and taking the right steps there. That's mm -hmm. what I'm hearing at least. Um, yeah, but you know, these exiles, they're exiled for a reason. That's, there's a reason why, I mean, they're called exiles because they're hard to get True, in touch yeah. with. They're outside oh, yeah. of our, of our normal experience and awareness. We don't want to go there. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's hard. Um, so. Oh yeah, yeah that's would, a very good point. That would be my short answer is, is to, is to just do it with someone. Um, however, you know, that doesn't mean don't contact them. It doesn't mean ignore them. You know, you can, you can do a lot still. Um, mm. and, and also unburdening isn't, um, isn't an on and off state necessarily. You can, you can, you know, do someone a little favor. It doesn't mean you've, you've completely solved all their problems. So, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that there's a lot of complexities or kind of gray areas as to all of it. And it's hard for, it's hard to say, you know, prescriptively here's, here's how to do it or here's what to do. Mm. And thinking about the access, for example, the worthlessness we've been to two or three conversations ago, um, just thinking that basically since then I wasn't able to go there anymore. Okay. Just being an example about um, it being literally excelled. <laughs> right, right. And that might be also just something to keep in mind about, you know, about your pace is mm -hmm. that that might be an indicator that the pace is too fast. If, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you're unburdening exile and then working with 30 other parts mm. and kind of not getting back to it. Um, yeah, that, you know, we often talk about like checking with this part for three weeks. Well, most people I talk to are calling me every week and they're talking about something different every week. And mm. half the time I just want to say, wait, just checking with that part for three weeks, you know, like just do that. I know that sounds it's, it's, you know, when, when we're ready to move on, we're ready to move on and, and we have other parts coming up, but, um, I do often wonder what would it, what would it look like if, if that was the pace, if that's, if you really just focused on one part every three weeks, would it, would that be kind of, actually more efficient, even though in the moment it feels slower. Um, so I think, in general, think it would, I think in general, it would definitely be more efficient, but um, I don't think it's uh, at least um, I noticed for myself, it's not um, how should I put it, um, that um, let's say soloed off comp uh, like a uh, possible because um, just with this, let's call it massive fragmentation that mm -hmm. are not there and, and constantly, how to put it, and constantly becoming more aware of um, this massive fragmentation. So um, right. 
So yeah. um, I'm always checking in, but uh, like every day um, outside of um, the written parts work as well. But uh -huh. um, this uh, written about pardon, I mean, uh, the checking in outside of the written is like um, that I'm listening into um, like, a, like I'm, I'm aware of all the parts I've already contacted so far. So I'm listening into like whatever or whichever yes. part comes up. But I yes. don't really specifically address them in yeah. this way. I, I I hear what you're saying, and I, I appreciate that. And I also just wanted to say that you mm. know I wasn't I wasn't suggesting that that someone necessarily only talk to one part for three weeks. More mm. of a more of a thought experiment of mm. you know, especially if, as you said, you know, you go to a part and then you've kind of lost contact with it. Mm. Yeah, that might just indicate juggling too many too many parts true but in too, um, in too short of a time this i absolutely basically i with this i absolutely agree but i'm curious as i how should put it i lost contact but i didn't lose well how should put it i i can i don't know if it's a losing contact because i noticed basically protection mechanisms coming up whenever i tried mm -hmm. to um go to it okay yeah Okay. So maybe, uh, and, um, and so, yeah, like it still... stayed in my awareness. So right, I... right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's an opportunity to do more parts work. Absolutely. To go to, oh, yeah. to go to those parts that are trying to protect mm -hmm. that. So because, because of yeah. that, yeah, I figured then, um, when I noticed that I couldn't go to it anymore, that, um, mm -hmm. though that like further protection mechanisms came up, I figured, okay, maybe time right. just isn't right just yet. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. Well then, yes, I, I totally agree with that, with that approach of, yeah, if, if it's, if there's stuff getting in the way, then we need to look at those things. Is any of that helpful? I know I talked a lot. <laughs> Very much so. Thank you. Great. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I would love to continue, mm -hmm. uh, hearing uh, your progress and, and, and working with you. So, um, me too. Then find some time with that we'll, calendar. Mm -hmm. We'll hear each other again, I think in a week. Great. Okay. Looking forward to it. Perfect. Me too. Okay. Have a nice Have day. A nice day. Bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Ivan, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube, and they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation, or if you prefer, pull over 
You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links, they're right there, and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.